let's get into your story for this week because I'm really excited about this one. Um, I think it was last season when I lost one of the quizzes and the, the general quiz bet was if I lost, then I had to watch something that you chose. And you made me watch two episodes of Supernatural, one of which was shot completely either within or like around the car, the, uh, the Impala, that uh, baby. Yes. In, uh, from the show. And if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have appreciated just like how bonkers the fandom around this show is. And the next best thing to being a fan of the show and a fan of the car is getting to know the fandom around it, which is exactly what you did with this piece, which I really enjoyed. You kind of like found found one piece of it here in Edmonds and then just kept on pulling that string yeah. like the journalist that you are. So is, is there anything else you wanted to say before we get into this? Because I just want to play it for people. It's great. They uh yeah and and Brad and Mary don't necessarily live in Edmonds. I'm not sure if they want anybody to know where they live, but let's just say that Edmonds plays a role. Yeah. Um. But I only said that because it's I'm in not, the piece already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have anything said. I don't have an address or anything. Yeah. I want one, but I'll never afford one at this yeah, point now because they've driven up. And although I'll explain, maybe they'll make so many of them that then you can get one. We'll see, you know, drive drive the price, the economics down. <laughs> yeah, who knows? So here is uh, a story that I'm very happy about because I am a huge fan of Supernatural, and uh, I love this car. Oh, and really quick, before we get into the feature, uh, I just wanted to bring up GeekWire Bash. I mentioned it at the last episode. Um, they gave us a special promo code, so if you want to buy tickets to GeekWire Bash, um, and you should want to buy tickets, it looks really fun, it's in March, uh, you get 15% off if you use NWNerd15. That's our promo code. We have links. I'll be sharing links more on our social media just to remind you. So um, you can follow it on our social media. Just find it there, and it'll automatically take it off your tickets when you follow those links. So uh, 15% off GeekWire Bash coming up in March. NWNerd15. Yeah. Um, I've always been a Ford person, but then I started watching Supernatural, and that changed <laughs> very quickly. This is Megan Woodard, and she is talking about her car. There, I don't know. It's just something about the whole package and how important she is on the show. She, I mean, she's like the, the third main character. So, and it's loud, and you have the smell, uh, you know, the leather and, like, the exhaust and everything. So it's just... I don't know, it's just instant badassery. We are talking about a 1967 Chevy Impala. Four-door, black, still has its tape deck and plenty of cassettes. Maybe Bon Jovi, definitely Def Leppard. And for fans of the show Supernatural, this model and this year, it's pretty special. Because this 1967 Chevrolet Impala would turn out to be the most important car the most important object in pretty much the whole universe. This is a story about Megan, and also her husband Marcus. They are big fans of the show Supernatural. Now, for those who are unfamiliar, it is one of the longest-running shows in the history of TV. First aired in 2005, it's filmed up in Vancouver, B.C., and it tells the story of two brothers from Kansas, Sam and Dean Winchester. They are in the family business, which is hunting down ghosts and demons and any other sort of supernatural bad guys out there. And they do it while driving around in this classic 
1967 Chevy Impala. I don't know, you're already emotionally invested because you love the show and you love the car on the show and then it's yours. You know, and you and you go through all of the time and the sweat and the money. I've bled for this car, you know, just ripping stuff off. And it, it means more to you than just a car. Like I had somebody offer me $75,000 for this car once. And I'm like, you can't buy my emotional attachment. <laughs> they named their Impala Mary, which is after the Winchester's mom. But to fans, this car is more commonly known as the Metallic car or baby. Mary the Impala is a screen accurate model. Now that basically means that this car is not only fit for the road, it is fit to be put in front of the camera, in front of supernatural cameras. It's tailored to the show. What gets me is people go, they walk around, they see the front of the car. It's a big, black, shiny car. They get excited. I point them to the back of the car. We keep it propped open with a pump action shotgun. We've got arrows, crosses, stakes, knives, guns. So I have holy oil, I have crucifixes, I have rosaries, I have um, shotgun shells full of salt. That's what it is. <laughs> full of rock salt. There are people on Etsy who will put them together. As Supernatural has continued to air, a very unique Impala cult has evolved, restoring these cars, but then going further, making them just like what you see on the show. Yeah, yeah. So there are, um, I don't even know how many of us now. Um, all I know is that Impalas are getting really, really hard to find and the parts are almost impossible just because there's so many of us building these cars. Way more, I'm sure. And they're all over the world. So um, there's a guy in Australia that's part of our group. There's a guy in France building one of these. I mean, we're, we're kind of a niche in the middle of a big fandom. Um, we're, the, we're the craziest, I think, because we shell out the cash to do it. <laughs> but before all of this, before they were showing Mary at cons in Kansas and in Washington, before Mary was restored, Megan and Marcus were on a mission to convert their baby blue Impala into a black screen-accurate metallic car. That's what led them to this guy out in Kansas. They actually used one of his cars on the show um, in season nine. So he helped us out with the car. He didn't do the entire restoration. Um, nowadays, he's got a shop, and this is what he does. He builds supernatural Impalas for people. So that's right. There is a guy out in Kansas, not far from where the Winchesters are written to have been from, and he makes supernatural cars. One car in his garage was sent by a couple from Washington. And that story is about Brad and Mary and Venator. That's another level of cosplay, I guess. We are cosplaying Supernatural through a car. <laughs> this is Brad Camp, and he and his wife, Mary, are also Supernatural fans. My wife is a costume designer. She actually designed a costume as baby. It's a jacket, it's got parts on it, it's really kind of fun. And I thought, I'm, I'm not one for costume wearing, <laughs> but I like cars. Now, they started with an Impala that they found out on the East Coast, one that Brad said has good bones. But at the time, that was just about all the good that you could say about it. They suspect that some possums were living in there at one time. Still, they took that car and embarked on a two-year journey to make it their own supernatural Impala and add it 
to the handful of other screen-accurate models that are out there. And uh, we call it Venator. And uh, so Venator is Latin for hunter. So there's Charlie the Impala, Mary the Impala, Abaddon. A lot of owners have named cars after characters. I think there's even a Crowley Impala. We were big fans of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer back in the day and and kind of the whole genre of um, that sort of hunting and that kind of stuff. Uh, and Supernatural, um, it's about, the storyline's about hunting demons and the, it's really about family. When you look, watch the show and you see how the show really revolves around family, whether they're blood related or not, it really struck a chord with us because up here in the Northwest, um, there's a lot of friends and family who are, who are not related to us, but they're part of our family. If you've met fans of the show, they really are truly part of a bigger family. Um, and for us, it's really just extending a little bit of our family through building a car. But like all families, they have their ups and downs. And families take a lot of work. And uh, after I got through some of it, I realized pretty quick, this car needs some professional help. So but all the owners said, hey, there's this shop in Kansas, right? I said, you know what? I'm investing time and effort in this car. I'm going to send it to the expert who has been recognized as sort of the expert in this car. So I let him take the baby and run with it, so to speak. Brad shipped Venator off to Kansas nearly two years ago. It's taken a long time and probably a lot of money, too. But for Brad, it's worth it. It's actually become part of our, I think, one of the children in our family right now. I do anything for family, whether it's my family or not. You know, I raised raised a girl, and so I have a lot of friends who are kids of mine, but they're not my kids, but they still call me dad. And uh, so this car has become part of our family. My wife loves this show. So then we started looking for the car because I knew she liked it. This is where Venator's journey switched into another gear because this part, this is about Rick, Rick Blevins. I'm just a dumbass country farm boy. From Kansas. I mean, I'm not, I didn't grow up with the Silver Spoon, and, you know, I wasn't, like, related to famous people or anything. I'm just a dumb country farm boy, and uh, i just very anal and very passionate about what I did. Now, I just want to throw this in here. If you've ever seen Rick's work, those would not be the words you would use to describe him. What I do is I build screen-accurate supernatural impalas. You know, Dean's Baby, they're 100% to what is used on the show. He's, I consider him like a brother. Uh, Jeff Budnick, who's the car coordinator for the show, uh, Jeff's helped me out making sure everything was ideal. You know, the same thing the show used. A few years ago, Rick Blevins was working as a night sleep tech at a hospital in Kansas, just as he had done for 17 years. But he also had this side gig. He was buying and fixing and tinkering with cars, selling them. A lot of hot rods, a lot of muscle cars. Fact, he always had a bit of an obsession with screen-accurate cars. He became known as the guy who recreated Milner's Coupe from American Graffiti. A few years ago, Rick started noticing in the car scene that one particular model kept coming up. I mean, I would see ads looking for a 67 Impala four-door hardtop. I mean, because in the hot rod world or car world, nobody's going to give two about that car. It's kind of like the Batmobile. Perfect example. Car guys really don't care about the Batmobile. Ah, That's a cool-looking car, you know? If they see you in a supernatural car, they're like, man, that's a pretty cool-looking car. But it's not something that guys are going to run out and buy 
because they want the Camaros, the Mustangs, the Chargers. So I, you know, I just did it for a fandom deal. I mean, I, I saw potential to make some money, and uh, I'm a capitalist, and so I'm like, well, I'm going to, you know, jump on this train, and I'll ride it for as long as I can. And uh, I did not realize that it was going to explode into this. One day, a few years back, Rick got a call from a potential customer, Stephanie, and she was looking for an Apollo, and he arranged to buy one for her. And a friend of mine and I went out and looked at this car. And I went on a test drive in it, and I came back, and the seller, there was another guy standing beside him. And I thought it was his buddy. And uh, so I came up, and I'm like, oh, is this your friend? He's like, no, this guy's going to buy the car if you don't. And I said, well, I'm buying the car. And uh, the guy came over to the car of the other guy, and he said, listen, I'll give you $10,000 right now for this car. And I said, sorry, you know, it actually belongs to somebody else. I bought it for somebody else. And then, you know, she was just buying a car. And it wasn't even going to be built into Supernatural by me. And then she was like, uh, do you think you could do this and this? And I was like, sure. And I started doing little things. And then before you know it, I just did the whole thing for her. Rick's obsession with screen-accurate cars came in handy. Stephanie's Impala didn't just come tuned up. It came complete with a weapons trunk, just like the one on the show, with a pentagram right under the hood. Now, he didn't know it at the time. But there were some folks involved with filming Supernatural, and they were watching the progress on Stephanie's car on YouTube. When he was finished, he was asked by producers to be a part of a special mini-documentary about fans. And that feature was included on the Season 10 DVDs. Once that special feature came out, everybody and their brother and sister wanted me to build them a car. So not only that, Supernatural ended up using his car on the show. And so we got up to set. I was chief mechanic on the episode and they used the car that I built. Rick Blevins doesn't work at the hospital anymore. After working out a deal with some friends, he works out of Don and Mike's body shop in Garnett, Kansas, and he works on Impalas. Right now in the shop, I've got 15 supernatural Impalas that need to be built and there's more on the way. And that's not including the ones that's already went out the door. They're for fans. They're buying their car and then they're just having them shipped here to the shop, and we're building supernatural cars. Now, to get all of this done, Rick ran some numbers by me. For a small block, 1967 Chevy Impala four-door, you can run you around $55,000. To put the props in there, you're probably adding another seven dollars to $10,000. For a big block, well, now you're looking upwards towards $75,000. To put that in a little bit of perspective, I looked at some Auto Trader websites. You can find a 1968 Chevy Impala for about $3,900. There are some ones in better condition, which are going for seven or $10,000. There's a super nice 1968 Impala two-door for $20,000. Everyone that comes out of the shop, I mean, it's always 100% screen cracked. And then in the meantime, while it takes about a year to build a car, they're, the fans are out buying up like all the props and stuff because they know their car is being built. And when it comes to them, they want to put all the stuff in the weapons box and stuff. Brad can testify to that. While his car was in Rick's garage, Brad was doing a little bit of work on his own. You know, this car has a the size of a trunk that you could sleep in, or in this case, put a lot of bodies in or whatever. 
So we started collecting uh, screen accurate weapons um, that match the show so we can start doing these cons and events with it. So share the car with the fans. They can hold a prop. They can take a picture with the car. When Brad and Mary first got their Impala, it arrived on a trailer from the East Coast. It was a cold day in January. It was white and needed a lot of work. Two years from that delivery to the day, Brad and Mary were waiting in the same parking lot out in Edmonds, Washington, and another trailer was on its way. Venator was coming home. You know, I actually spent a couple hours in the garage last night cleaning the garage floor because it was all dusty and, uh, you know, getting the cover out, you know, like a baby blanket, right? And we're reflecting back on our daughter who's adopted. So we waited a lot of time to adopt our daughter. And it's kind of the same feeling, waiting for a baby to arrive. So, yeah, we're very excited. Eventually, this large semi-truck came down the highway and parked, started opening its trailer. Mary and I have been waiting this for a long time, so... And there she is! Oh, that is too cool. She looks dusty. 2,000-mile <laughs> trip, she's going to get a little dusty, right? The big moment, <laughs> she's coming back home. If you walk around Venator, you will notice a few things. In the left rear door, there's a plastic army man jammed into the old cigarette tray. There's also a keychain inside, a silver bullet just like Dean's. If you lift up the upholstery under the rear window, you will find two initials carved into the metal, SW and DW. And of course, no Metallicar is complete without a pentagram under the hood. To a fan of the show Supernatural, all these little details mean something. All right, Rick, those, those big wheels on the back. That's a sound. That's a heartbeat. That's a heartbeat. Demon hunting. See how she gets home? Bath. Yep. Give her a little bath. First baby bath, right? <laughs> when you think about it, this all started with a story about Sam and Dean, and Baby. And now there's Venator, and Mary, and all these other four-door 1967 demon-hunting Chevy Impalas. Now, this is a story about Megan and Marcus. It's about Brad and Mary. And it's a story about Rick Blevins in a garage out in Kansas. This is a story about a family. When the fans started watching the show, the relationship between Sam and Dean is what bonded everybody together. And so now they just call it the family, the supernatural family, like the producers, the writers, and everything. They look at all these fans out there, I think there's something like three million fans. They consider them family. So the fans feel very connected to the show. I still can't get over the fact that Rick, Rick, right, is working on 15 of these things right now. 
at the time when I like, spoke j- to just him, there could be more right now. there now, yeah. more or less. And then he had others going. That is amazing. And well, in Brad and Mary's cars back now. Yeah. So, and I think he had to. There's it. minus one. I'm just, I'm, yeah. Either way, he's got a shop big enough right. where he can work on just these. Yeah, <laughs> just these cars. It's fantastic. And so, so he doesn't. He said a uh, quote that I didn't even get in there is that he's been so busy with these. He hasn't been able to make his own yet, so he hasn't even been able to make his own Impala. I think I just himself. assumed that he had one of his own. I, he talked about making it for his wife, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, he didn't uh, confirm whether or not he had done that yet. Which, by the way, did you ever get a picture of that cosplay from him? Because that also sounds amazing. Oh, Brad? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll ask him about that. Actually. Okay, that cool. sounds pretty cool. Um, it was funny. Brad and Mary did their first convention, and they did it at the Westin here in Seattle over last weekend. When a snowstorm pummeled this entire area, they still got the car down there, but I don't think they actually left the Westin because it was there at the valet and it was, it was during the supernatural convention. I'm not sure what happened, like I say, because of the snow, but they like toughed it out and they, they were like, wow. there. So I wanted to go down and, yeah. and visit them, uh, but I couldn't. Yeah, I didn't leave my neighborhood that weekend. Fun fact about Rick, and this was not in the feature Rick makes props too. Um, he's because he's really into just looking into every little detail. Um, did I talk about the duffel bag in the story, or no? I can't remember. Uh, if if I did, you could take this out. But he he was researching Dean's duffel bag. It's an old military duffel bag. Looks like it's from like World War Two or something. And it is. Uh, you can find them at military surplus stores in Canada, because it's a Canadian Army bag from World War Two. But it's not just that. It's a Special Forces Canadian Army bag from World War II, which is evident because it has three buttons on it as opposed to the five buttons that the regular military duffel bag has. Wow. And so he's actually gone in to do all these little things uh, to find out, like, what exactly did they use. He also, I'm not sure if you saw this in the shows that I made you watch or not. There's these uh, silver knife-looking things. They're called mm-hmm. angel blades. It's yeah. like they're swords. Um, he thought those were pretty cool, so he machined and made his own. And he actually showed them to the uh, to the like the, the folks, the props people, because he actually goes up to the set uh, every now and then. And uh, they were like, "Wait, where did you get these?" He's like, "Well, I made these." You know, I, I thought they, <laughs> I think they were kind of cool, and I was just wondering if you if you guys thought they were like you know up to snuff. Like they're more up to stuff. They ended up using his angel blades now in what? Yeah, that and a few of his other props oh, that's too. So but cool. Like every now and then he knows uh, like a little thing that he's done to his angel blades. So when they pop up on screen, he can go, like, "Oh yeah, he can tell that one's the one I made." <laughs> um, so it's not just like the cars. This guy's got a lot of talents, and he you know making an angel blade, making a car, just kind of an impressive character out there in Kansas. And he's got a YouTube. So if you ever want to like see what he's doing. Um, you can kind of see the cars that he's working on out in his uh, out in his shop. That's all for this week. If you like what you hear on this here program, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts or Facebook. Give us a five-star rating. Don't forget to go follow us on social media. We're at NW underscore nerd on Twitter and Instagram, and we're NW nerd podcast on Facebook. Our theme music is by the Hoot Hoots. Shout out to them. The music in Dyer's piece is by Kevin McLeod. Thank you to him for that. And we'll see you next week, nerds. Nerds.